Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda. I'm Linda Davis. Thank you for joining me today. A little bit about myself before we get started. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love sharing both. So go grab your cup and let's talk. Today, today I choose joy. Today, you need to choose joy. Each and every day, when we put our feet on the ground, we have to make the emotional decision, the determination that we are going to, this day, choose joy. And we do this day after day after day, and it roots us and it grounds us. And it causes us not to be, as the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 4, that we must no longer be children being tossed to and fro and blown about right by every, it says every wind of doctrine, people's trickery, craftiness, deceitful scheming, but it's even by circumstances in our life. You know, I think most people are chasing this um, golden carrot, this rainbow, this pot of gold at the end of the rainbow called happiness. And we can have happiness on a regular basis in our lives, but it's always momentarily. It's always um, temporary. And the moment something comes in, that's a struggle towards that happiness, whether it's just boredom, whether it's sadness, whether it's grief, whether it's financial strain, relational strain. And so now that happiness is pulled away, but we still can choose to remain in joy. It's not easy, but we can. And so we have to make sure what we're on the hunt for. What are we what are we seeking to find? You know, especially in our relationship with the Lord. Are we just seeking for happiness? So, you know, like I said, we skip through the field of daisies on a regular basis. Well, truthfully, that's not reality. I don't know anybody, regardless of their belief system, regardless of uh, their maturity level in the Lord, whether they're a new Christian, a Christian that's been in it a few years, a Christian that's been in it 20 years, a Christian that's been in it their whole life. It's nobody has a life of skipping through the field of daisies day after day after day. Just joyful, gleeful, happy, feel good, emotionally great. That's not the reality we live in. But we can be anchored in joy and regardless of our happiness, so to speak, we still have a settled joy, a settled peace within us. We can have that in our lives. And what's it come down to? It comes down to which thing, so to speak, we are pursuing. So the question, the question really is, are you looking for happiness or are you looking for joy? The truth is one will always elude you. 
happiness, meaning sometimes it will be there, sometimes it won't. Sometimes it's a good day, sometimes it's not. But one, one will never leave you once you attain it. It will always be before you, day after day after day, as you choose it. But you have to pursue it. And I promise you this, as you pursue joy, you will be anchored in Jesus and that very joy that you pursued will become your strength through the Lord. So I want to say this, I want to make this point. As we pursue joy, we become anchored in the Lord, in Jesus And that very anchoring is our strength. It's the source of our strength. I know we all love these scriptures. We don't like to talk about them much, but in James, I love the book of James. It's such a strong book and it has so much substance to it. I would recommend studying out the book of James. But for today, talking about joy in James chapter 1, we're told this. It's not, and it, it, don't misunderstand it to be a suggestion for our lives. Starting at verse two, consider it nothing but joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials, be assured, be assured. This is, this is the comforting portion of this scripture. Right, so let me go back for a second to the very first portion. Consider it nothing but joy. So when we're in our trials, when we're in the storms of life, we're not supposed to consider it anything but joy. Now that goes against every inch of our human thinking. We get pitiful. We get woe is me. I do. We begin to feel sad and sorrowful for ourselves. We're not considering it nothing but joy in that moment. We have to be aware of our thought processes and quickly reel ourselves back in to know I I might not be happy about this. I might be quite sad about it, but I'm going to consider it joy because in every single thing we face, there is good. Romans 8 tells us that there is good that can come out of it. If we let it, we have to let it. And that word let means give permission. We have to give permission for the trials that we go through in our life to do a work in us, to bring us to a place that this particular scripture in James is going to tell us. So be assured, verse three, that the testing of your faith through experience, produces endurance. We need endurance to run the race from a position of joy. Produces endurance, leading to what? Leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. You ever look at someone and you think, boy, they're really spiritually mature. I'd like to be at that same place. I promise you they applied these verses to their life when they were in various trials. Because remember, it says, assured that the testing of your faith through experience, it takes some time. It takes some trials. 
It takes learning that I have to anchor myself in the Lord because that's the source of my strength. So we get to the place of letting the testing of our faith produce endurance, which will lead to spiritual maturity and inner peace. So verse four in James chapter one says, and let, remember a few minutes ago, I said, let that word let means give permission to. So give permission to endurance in your life to have its perfect result and do a thorough work. Boy, that's key right there. Do a thorough work. You know what the dictionary says about the word thorough? It says complete with regard to every detail, not superficial, not partial. That's pretty powerful. Will we let the various trials, will we let endurance, will we let patience in the midst of the various trials complete every detail, not being superficial and not being partial about the process. A lot of times we get halfway through the thing and then we get frustrated. Then we, then we throw our hands up in the air. We have not let the endurance, let the trial lead us to a place of completion, lead us to a place of being thorough in our lives. We haven't let that take place. We haven't let endurance have its perfect result. Now, remember, every time you hear me say the word let, you have to ask yourself, am I giving permission? And so this is the why. This is the golden nugget at the end. This is the pot of gold. If we can give permission to endurance to have its perfect result, if we can give permission for it to have a thorough work in us, not a partial work in us, we will be perfect and completely developed in our faith. Lacking nothing. That is so powerful. Imagine being at a place where you emotionally lack nothing. And you know, this is the thing that uh, dupes us, I guess. In the world, right? If you just watch a little bit of TV, you can see it on the commercials. There's this illusion that there are so many paths to happiness. And depending on our season of life, is our thought process of what's going to provide us that happiness that in the moment is eluding us, right? So when we're a kid, we want to be a grown up. Oh, I, when I'm a grown up, you know, I get to do what I want to do. So we think as a kid, right? How many now grown ups are like, man, I wish I was a, a kid again. But so, you know, like when I was young, I remember there being the adult table at holidays and the kid table at holidays. Wow, I can't wait till I can sit at the adult table. That must be happiness. And then you get a little older. I can't wait till I get my driver's license. That must be happiness. 
you know, and then, and then I can't wait till I move out of the house or I go to college or whatever process it is you're going to do when you turn 18. That's, I'm going to be really happy then, right? We've done this in our minds. I've done it in my mind. You know, if you're a single person, oh, when I meet that person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, then I'll be happy. No, actually you won't, <laughs> you know, it, it, you just, we try to get down this path that we think is going to lead us to a place of, we think happiness, but we're really craving joy is what we're craving, right? Oh, if I get a new car, if I get that promotion, um, if I could just lose weight, if I could build muscle, you know, if I could do, if I could do what they do in that place of comparison, we try to reach happiness. You know, if, if I get the degree I want, the career I want, the house I want, and then as you get later in life, right, you're getting into your 40s and your 50s, now you're like, boy, if I could just retire, when I retire, I'm going to be really happy. Now, things might be a little easier, but you're not going to be any more joyful than you are right now. So we think we can create our own life of happiness by attaining certain things, but the truth of the matter is, once we attain those things, we realize in our hearts that might have been momentary, like when you drive the new car off of the parking lot, you drive the new car home, you show it off to the family and friends, you have happiness during that. But eventually the new car is going to get dust on it too. Eventually it's going to rain out and it's going to get muddy. You know, so now where's your happiness? Now you're looking to the next thing. That's the difference between happiness and joy, right? Because when enough, when enough of our um, happy boxes aren't checked off, then we're empty inside. But what we're, the reason we're empty is because we need joy. We were designed to live a lifestyle of joy. So grasp that. Uh, understand that. Do you walk in joy? Right? What's the, the scripture tells us in your presence, being God's presence, in your presence is fullness of joy. You know, I, I don't know about you, but when, I, when I'm having a day that I struggle, right? And I feel like joy's eluding me. It's not, it's always within reach, but I feel like it. I tell us all the time, you can't go by your feelings. They will mess you up and lie to you every time. What's the truth of the situation? I'll flip on some worship music and it shifts my heart because in his presence is fullness of joy. In that moment, I'm reminded, no matter what things look like, God's faithful. No matter what things look like, I see you, God, in every situation. And then even in the situations that maybe my emotions are running amok, you know, I'm feeling sad, I'm grieving, I'm having a hard time. But when I put on the worship music and I begin to worship God, I'm, I start seeing things in the midst of the trial where God was faithful that I didn't see just a moment ago because in his presence is fullness of joy. And that's Psalm 1611. I'm not sure if I gave that verse, but we can find joy in the presence of the Lord. That's where it is. That's where it remains. So we must remember 
and I, w- I want to end this podcast today with this. And tune in next week, next Friday, I'm going to pick up on this joy. I'm going to continue to talk about joy and finding and living in true joy. So be sure to tune in. Look for my podcast next Friday. Also, the 22nd, I'll have a whole new podcast coming out. Podcast going to be coming every Friday from here on out. So tune in. We're going to keep talking about joy next week. But it's good for us to remember that there are plenty of paths to happiness, but there's really only one path to true joy, and that path is Jesus. If we're always looking towards the next thing, the next milestone, like I said, when this takes place, when that takes place, then we'll never be anchored in the joy of the Lord, right? Momentarily, we will, but then only until something makes us unhappy, so to speak. Joy is an anchor. It's an anchor that circumstances in our life cannot dictate. If God designed us for happiness, then he designed us for a life of disappointment because happiness will always come and go. And I do not believe God designed us for a life of disappointment, not for one minute. How disappointing to spend our whole journey, our whole life headed somewhere thinking that we'll, that that place will be our ultimate happiness, like the car, the spouse, the house, you know, uh, the career, the retirement. We spend our, all our days consumed on that target of if I can reach that, I'll be happy. We spend all that time doing that. And then we get there and it didn't bring the contentment we expected. How disappointing. The only true joy that you can attain and maintain is joy in the Lord. That's the only thing that's going to bring peace, inner rest, and contentment. Happiness is not peace. Joy is peace. If we find ourselves in a place of unrest and not at peace, then we must understand we are leaning more on happiness than we are on joy to sustain us. So I want to leave you with this. Happiness is based on our circumstances. Joy is based on our perspective anchored in the Lord.